Good morning, everybody. This is Jay Black's Daily Diary, a podcast I do each and every day until I get tired of doing it. Today, January 28th, 2019. I don't know what it says about me that my brain almost went to 2013. I don't know. It's like my brain kind of wishes it was six years ago. I guess in part because, you know, then I'm 36. I'm young and spry. And also, uh, the country is not being anchored down by an orange piece of, you know, soulless ballast. I, you know, I know I harp on Trump a lot here. And uh, I think it's mostly, and I I touched on this yesterday, the thing that really drives me nuts uh, about the Republican Party right now is that they, they're not that far from me ideologically. I mean, I, I would, I guess I'm in a lot of ways what uh, liberals would call, uh, or socialists would call a neoliberal, which to a lot of people is just as bad. I own my neoliberalism. Uh, I don't deny it. Although I do think that there is a lot to be said for uh, AOC's 70% marginal tax rate. I've said for years that coagulation of wealth is antithetical to capitalism meaning that you can't just let people get like acquire fortunes uh that they just hold on to for for several generations you just you can't do that because what you wind up with is uh money not flowing to uh young capitalists who can then innovate and and provide services that uh you know the whole point of capitalism gets lost if you don't have young capitalists getting access to you know capital they can't produce uh, good for everybody the invisible hand just starts jerking itself off if you don't get the money into uh, the hands of uh, people who don't have it so I'm I, I don't know where I stand I like uh, a stable system based on free trade and capitalism I also think that capitalism does better when it's married to a uh, federal government that uh, provides infrastructure and also takes capital out of the hands of the very wealthy and places it into the hands of the young and innovative. So I don't know what that makes me. I'm not sure. Um, <clears throat> but to any Republican, I suppose I am, uh, you know, just to the left of Castro. Uh, but again, I it's, it's not so much that I... I disagree with them uh, ideologically. I I like having arguments, ideological arguments. I like someone coming in and saying that they're a, a Milton Friedman kind of free trade, uh, 100% laissez-faire, get the government out of everything type uh, economist. Because at the very least, I can learn about my own argument by trying to pierce holes in their argument and vice versa. I mean, good faith deba- debate doesn't uh, isn't a matter of who's right or wrong. It's a matter of expanding the knowledge of your own argument. The problem is, I think, those two words, good faith, that the Republicans, as personified by Trump, but honestly, as you know, characteristic of the entire party, at least in recent years, is, as I said yesterday, Roger Stone has infected the thinking of Republicans. And uh, the perfect example of this right now is the uh, Foreign Affairs Committee, uh, on, uh, led by uh, young firebrand Adam Schiff, 
they're they're an oversight committee. Well, they they are not the oversight committee. They they're basically is it foreign intelligence, national intelligence? Maybe it's not foreign affairs. It's a committee that was up until 2018 run by uh, dairy farmer Devin Nunez, who is uh, at least in the pocket of Trump, but uh, some people think in the pocket of the the Russians. Uh, It was a committee that is uh, poised to do a lot of... uh, you know, they say uh, sunlight is the best disinfectant. They're about to let a lot of sunlight in on some controversies that have been gummed up for two years. Things like Trump's tax return, things like testimony from uh, Donald Trump Jr., things like the false uh, testimony of uh, the, those closed-door sessions where there were no good answer, no good questions asked or answered and the Democrats were shut down. So all those things that they want to do and all of those things that just in the, the like broader philosophical outline, no one should be opposed to. Why shouldn't we see any president's tax returns? If we're going to be worried that the president might be serving his own interests instead of the country, isn't that the best, easiest way to find out where his entanglements lie? Right. So I don't think anybody should be against that. Uh, And, you know, Adam Schiff, Adam Schiff is poised to uh, subpoena the president's tax returns and release that information to the public. So the Republicans who have lost the House and do not have committee power anymore, what they're doing to slow this down is they are waiting to fill the seats. Right. It's been a month. And they haven't filled the seats. And I think they're, they've are they been given seven days. And they're basically daring Pelosi or Schiff or some combination of the two to come in and say, you have to do it or we're changing the rules or whatever. I mean, the, the, the Democrats have power so they can force the, the Republicans to do it eventually. But at the heart of that, I, I think, I hope you can see what the problem is there. The heart of that is that the Republicans are just being dicks. Right? That's just a dick move. If if you it's like if you were playing basketball with somebody and they, like they were waiting to check the ball to you. Like you just dunked on them and they're pissed off. So they're kind of dribbling in front of you and you can't get the game started again until they check the ball to you. And they're just they're just dribbling. And you're like, "Come on, dude, just check the ball." And they're like, "Oh, do you want me to check the ball?" "Yeah, I want you to check the ball." "Oh, this ball, this ball right here." Like we're either going to like call the game and I win or you're eventually going to check it to me anyway, but you're not checking it to me because you're just being a dick, which is what the Republican modus operandi has been, right? That's not good faith. That's not dealing with people on a a playing field that's fair ideologically. Like, hey, I got ideas, you got ideas, let's work them out and come up with something that's either a compromise or one side has a better idea than the other and no compromise is necessary. That's just being a dick. That's just saying, no, no, we're not going to fill it because we're going to drag our feet one month because that's one more month that you don't get to, to do just basic oversight of the president. Right, and I, what I would like to see is is any of the other committees subpoena the tax returns, but I don't know what the uh, the inner workings of Congress is like. There might be some douchebaggery on the part of the Democrats where they they want Adam Schiff to get the credit for it because he's a rising star. Who knows? But either way, just fill your seats. 
You know, it it sh- it shocks me that the Republicans are are considered the manlier of the two uh, parties. You know, which, by the way, I understand toxic masculinity. I'm just talking about the perception that they have for themselves, that they are the the gun-toting super males that kill large animals and believe in personal responsibility and don't put up with no bullshit. Whereas all of their actions are what the, the kid that you dislike the most and you think is the most weaselly in your class would do. They're basically all the fat kid that makes you use the shitty controller when you go to their house to, to play PlayStation. By the way, I have an Xbox One, not a PlayStation. But PlayStation has all the good games, and I regret getting an, an Xbox One. So I constantly fantasize that I have a PlayStation when I talk about uh, scenarios in which uh, gaming is used as an analogy. Which is more often than I, I would actually have predicted uh, in, in my life. So, I mean, I guess that's what I, I dislike about them. And what I dislike about the people who follow them that believe that uh, shithead, uh, be, being a shithead is uh, okay so long as it winds up with you winning. Actually, I'm starting to figure out why uh, Republicans like the Patriots so much, right? It's because the Patriots and Bill Belichick and Tom Brady sort of mirror. The Republicans, which is, this isn't technically illegal, and I can't technically get in trouble for this, but this is another area that I can game, so I'm going to game it as much as I can till they change the rules. Finding an exploit, uh, finding a weakness and then exploiting it, it's not that it's wrong, and I get it if this were a case of all-out warfare, you know, like all's fair in love and war. I guess the Republicans are treating politics like war, but it's the country that suffers when you do that, right? All's not fair when it comes to the overall good that people uh, in this country are all searching for and that you're destroying because you're gaming the system. And it just pisses me off. I, I, you know, it would be better if they just admitted it. If they all just went, yeah, we're a bunch of uh, soy boy cucks and we like it that way. I mean, Roger Stone is literally a cuck. It, it, the projection is, is intense. And I, this is more of a rant than I guess a cohesive argument. I just get annoyed when I see things like that. When you just read on Reddit, <clears throat> excuse me, I still have tuberculosis. When you just read on Reddit that Adam Schiff is having trouble doing what he wants to do because the Republicans haven't seated their committee members yet, you just go, guys, you're just being dicks. And that's it for today. I'll be back tomorrow unless I don't want to.